Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Goff, he get, takes a snap out of the shotgun. Fourth and two. Fades back. Throws it on the field. Josh Reynolds open to the end zone. Oh, he... And he catches it! Lions, Lions take a, vict- a big lead with one minute left in the game! Oh, it's a sound that we wish we heard! But alas, Josh Reynolds did not catch the fourth and two. Bomb! And uh, the Lions end up giving the ball back to the Dolphins. They get a first down uh, on a pass, and they lose. <laughs> uh, so, this is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew before we get into the rest of it. Big Z, we got Connor. Yo! Rud Dog. Yo. And UJ. Oh, yeah. I'm a glutton for punishment. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, um, we're kind of back to where we were uh, for, you know, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, more of the same. Big offense, no defense. <laughs> this is what uh, the cool is the big about. Offense, but even the big offense couldn't score in the second half. It was all in the first half. Games, um, games like the Lions fall cool to one and six. Yeah, uh, and as a result of this game, Aubrey Pleasant got fired today. The defensive backs coach, who got a lot of praise last year, um, had a lot of hype coming in this yeah. season as well as possible defensive coordinator and of the future with Aaron Glenn, uh, going to be a head coach somewhere after the season. Well, that all did. It's going the opposite yeah. way. Uh, this defense yeah. is absolutely terrible by every measure. Um, 382 yards to Tua on a struggling offense. Uh, this was a struggling offense coming into this week. Um, 188 yards to Tyreek Hill, 106 yards to Waddle. And Dan Campbell said in his press conference, well, two things. I guess yesterday after the game, he said um, the Lions did not execute the game plan that they played all week. They mm-hmm. said the, the they knew what the Dolphins were going to do. They did it, and they didn't execute it and it seems like they're they're putting some of the blame on that execution on Aubrey Pleasant mm-hmm. because he said that they wanted to press those Why receivers think, at the see? line it, well, <laughs> well he said he wanted to press the receivers at the line get physical with them if you go back and watch it um watch the game like I, I was doing uh this uh evening there is no physicality at the line whatsoever they're going I now the, the Dolphins do a good job of motioning their receivers and stuff to get them uh, you know, free at some points, but I mean, there, there's absolutely no, they're, they're just letting him run free, uh, off the line. No, no, no press or anything like that. And I think that's a big reason why. Hey, yeah. let, let's face it. We're just appeasing the fans bloodlust right <laughs> now to, you know, keep them off our backs for another week. Sweet. Uh, I wouldn't mind firing every coach on this defense. To be see, honest. Well, uh, boys, this is the, this is what happens. You know, you, I know we're going through a rebuilding and it's tough, but, Man, I mean, I hate to say this, but you, we just got to wait this one out, man. I, like, no judgment this year. Oof. This can't be, in my opinion. And I know, but I'm taking the long road here because, listen, I've been following this team a lot longer than any of you guys. And I've been through this lemon. If I can wait a little longer, you guys can do it too. So, so should we have kept Anthony Lynn then by that logic? No, no. 
No, he. Why? He, why he, can't we fire the offensive coordinator but not the defensive coordinator? What's the difference? No. Well, okay, I see what you're saying. I, I thought, I thought you were more kind of insinuating and breaking up the whole coaching staff kind of thing. No, I was thinking mostly anyone involved with this atrocious defense. I, well, I'm still in on Campbell. I think everyone here is, but Aaron Glenn has a lot to answer for. I would think he does. I, I agree with that. You, you know, if that was the case and that was their game plan, why weren't they trying to correct it during the game, or were they? And were the guys just not doing it uh, or are they incapable of doing it or I don't know. I think one thing is true here, though, a fuse is lit on Dan Campbell now. Uh, Once you start firing your staff, I mean, I guess it started last year, but you're in year two. Like once you start firing your staff that are supposed to be the core guys of what you were building here, which by all metrics uh, pleasant was. Your 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 what your your vision's not so obvious anymore. Like you you got to keep selling it, but when you're getting rid of guys like Pleasant, I feel like that's not a good sign. But obviously that's a symptom of the losses, right? Like you said, it's bloodletting. We needed it, but I don't know if that's the. I, I I'm kind of with Connor on this one. I think Glenn's more to blame here. Like it's his whole scheme, and it's not just the pass coverage. But I mean, I think Zach or Z, sorry. Z said it right about the not executing on the game plan. I mean, how does that happen, right? Like, that does that have to be the position coach, or does right. that go on Glenn? I mean, I'm guessing Glenn said, hey, what the hell, too? So, I mean, maybe it's legit, but it feels weird that they're, it's the lowest guy on the totem pole when Glenn is running an epically bad defense. <sighs> yep. Um, I mean, the Lions are giving up. On, I'm pulling up right now. Uh, 32.1 points per game. That's five worse than the next closest defense. Um, and the Lions have also given up the most touchdowns in the NFL by a pretty wide margin. And they have played, you know, they've had their bye week already. So they've played one less game. It's a lot of these other teams. And they still have given up the most. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is it's, it's brutal to watch. You're, you're just. I mean, the Lions are the worst third down defense. Uh, the, the Dolphins average 11 yards uh, on third down in this game uh, in the in the first through the Just first three brutal. quarters. <laughs> you wouldn't even know it. But that's one of the things. Quite honestly, another thing, I, I thought, you know, they need a better pass rush. And I went back and watched. Two was releasing that ball in like one and a half, two seconds. So, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I actually. I, I kind of agree more with the assessment of maybe it's more on the DBs uh, than mm-hmm. I originally thought watching the game. Although there are some instances where there's a lot of play action and the lines aren't out there to, but did, you know, two against four seconds. To go did to you guys ball. notice it, though, that like yeah. it seemed like it, I that that press was not there because I even felt like it was obvious nope. during the game. Like I was wondering when we were going to get to see Akuda up on the line trying to like throw freaking hill to the ground and stuff like he was doing on all those guys early in the season. So that's so weird. But I mean, isn't that on the play calls then? I don't know. Like, but uh, yeah, that just we should have needed. We have big yeah. dudes. Why aren't you throwing it dudes just, around? Yeah, it seems like nothing is clicking anywhere on this yeah. defense. Like everything is going wrong all the time, which to me brings it back to Aaron Glenn, who is ultimately the man responsible for the harmony of this defense, mm-hmm. and there is none right. anywhere to be seen. And I know the personnel aren't great. This was a full rebuild, you know, Hutch is step one of 10, maybe, but this is unacceptable. Like you got to scheme for the personnel you have and they haven't done. Do you guys think, and they've taken a scary long time to adjust. It's Halloween. Do you think Dan so Campbell's too affectionate that. of Glenn? 
because that's the sense I'm starting to get. Like maybe he just this is his guy and he really wants it to happen with him. So you fire the guy yeah, beneath him because they were together in New Orleans for all those years. So. You know it's got to be that's a good point from that standpoint. I mean, imagine one of your best. Yeah, friends, you, know, you you gotta you're you're he's probably staying up <laughs> late trying to decide whether he should fire his best. I friend know. I mean, it can't be an easy thing to do, but it's the nature of this business, unfortunately. And uh, you know, yep. I you know he's going to come to some realities eventually because if he wants to keep the head coaching job, he's he's going to have to make a lot of stuff. One thing in in Glenn's defense. Though it's not exactly a defense because it doesn't really matter, but this team doesn't. The defense doesn't always look so bad. Like they they show it in like spurts where they look like they should be good, and then all of a sudden everything falls apart, and it's just like like it's like they hold tight for three good plays, and they go for a fourth, and it's a long one, and it's a big one, and then like the first half of this game was a different story than the second half. Like I know they started to loosen up as the half went on, but by the they were playing tight defense. They they were hitting guys as they were catching balls and later in the game it was like they weren't even in the same vicinity of these guys when they were catching the ball and i don't know it's like yeah. that consistency but that third down man the third down kills is, is brutal it didn't matter how many yards they had to go it, they had no problem getting it third and yep. 18 third and 15 didn't matter just did not matter at all that was frustrating yeah you know, they, they put up a couple of good plays, and then you knew they were going to blow it on third down. You just knew it. It yep. was coming. It's horrible. That's a tough thing to watch. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Yeah. Like I said, they were averaging 11 yards. Uh, there's a fourth and two early in the game that the Dolphins easily completed. A.J. Parker, if you go back and watch him, oh, oh, yeah. oh brutal. Oh, boy. Horrible. Horrible. I mean, left – on an island uh, uh, or a man a lot on Waddle in this one. Uh, it was rough. Now, Tyreek Hill. That's on man, Aubrey Pleasant. Uh, Why was he just leaving his guys on man? Oh, wait. No, that's not his call. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Ty- Tyreek Hill, like on the third and 12, uh, I believe, in, it, was, it was in the first half at some point. I can't remember second quarter, first quarter. It was third and 12. And it. it, it Tua gets the ball. It's like an all-out blitz, and they just let Tyreek Hill run right by them. Uh, I just, yeah, confounded um, by how uh, I. It was. It's just frustrating to watch. Uh, Tyreek Hill is really good, though. <laughs> you also got to appreciate how fast that guy is right off the ball. I mean, um, he's ridiculous. So there's some appreciation there, but man, the first half looked reasonable. Like honestly, I was like, I figured these guys were gonna get over on us a couple times, but then the second half was like, oh, they got on over us all the time. Like, I mean, just you gotta do something, though. <laughs> you know, he doesn't do this to everybody. Not all, you know. I mean, he does, just not right. that consistently. <laughs> they can disrupt it. Yeah. Well. Positives? Malcolm Rodriguez got a sack in this that was one. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Kirby Joseph laid another oh whack receiver over the middle. He was a beast. You know, he wasn't really known for his tackling per se, uh, but that's two games in a row. He's absolutely laid a, the smack on somebody. Human over the middle. buzzsaw so, right yeah. there. So I think receivers are going to think twice catching over the middle going forward. Also, he does the dope least, flip so. when he comes out of the tunnel to open the game. Yeah, and that looks so sick. He's becoming a fan, my a uh, favorite of mine, real quick. <laughs> Um, so yeah. small positive there, at least, right? Well, yeah, there was actually a lot yeah, of ha- go. good you know, plays. They just couldn't create even, you know, nearly enough of them. <laughs> I mean, Goff played well. I mean, you got to give him props. I think he played a really good game uh, for the most part. 
Goff, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the first half for yeah. sure. And the, but the second half, it didn't feel um, like it was most him as much as the his team getting beat around him too. I mean, yeah, and he I thought he made a good throw in that fourth down. Uh, Josh Reynolds just gonna catch it. Alligator I arm a with the call, but maybe that's not a great call. call. Uh, you it was, know, I think it was a horrible call. call. It, 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 Reynolds wasn't his first option. Reynolds is his third option in that play. Hawkinson was covered. Amon Ra was covered. So uh, I, I thought they should have ran it there. Uh, yeah, with the success they were having on the ground this game, Jamal Williams averaged five yards to carry in this game. Yeah, uh, he, but he only had ten carries. Uh, he continues to look like the better running back than Swift, which is why I think Williams had 10 carries and Swift only had five uh, for six yards. Yeah. And that includes one for seven yards. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Swift, Swift looks like very – he looked very timid running the ball in this game. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, if, if he wasn't ready, why the hell is he out there? I mean, I mean, he's ready to be a receiver. He looked good in the receiving game. Uh, he, he, he put a little Theo Riddick move on him over the middle. The uh, – yeah, that's a bad play in the red zone. That nice. that. That's um, the best play, the the running back angle route over the middle. Yep. Oh, my God. Killer. That's a tough one if you're a linebacker mm-hmm. to cover. That's so hard. Oh, yeah. That's so difficult. Um, Tim is a good word, Z. Yeah. Doesn't look, he doesn't look very gritty right now. Uh, Who? Uh, Swift? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it looks like he, he was afraid to, like, I was like, scared to see him get tackled know. uh because it, it looked like he didn't want to lay his shoulder down uh so when he got tackled on his shoulder i'm like oh he's gonna get up and like plus he's and he was shaking it a little bit when he got up so plus he's been out so long and i don't know some people seem to be questioning whether or not he should have been out that long or should have needed to be out that long and you, i mean though i wonder if that's just not due staley getting everyone's head I can't believe they put that on Hard Knocks. Honestly, him getting called out like that, <laughs> like to talk about putting a thing in people's heads—the the thought of him being soft. But uh, I don't know. Just the fact that he's been out so long on a seemingly minor injury is not encouraging. And then coming as far back, as the offense goes, so though, uh, a big problem I had in the second half was um, the they looked a little more undisciplined in the second half. Like mm-hmm. you would have thought they were the rogue yeah. team with all the false starts yeah, what they was had in the second about? half in this game. Well, see, they, that's what bugs me because you, you should come out in the second half. You got to make a a statement early in the second half when you come out. And what did we do? The exact opposite, man. What is it? Do you <laughs> right that was backwards horrible. down the field? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's supposedly our best players doing it too. Sewell so, and uh, yeah. and Decker. Good lord, that was just that was horrible. That set the tone right there for the second half. Yeah. Right there. It really did. It did. We'd already given up points, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. No, that was bad. Yeah, first and 30 is almost impossible to convert unless you get, like, a. Unless you're the like Dolphins against the Lions. <laughs> yes. <unless you're>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. Um, yeah, that was a tough. That was a tough. Um, that was tough to watch, uh, especially where we were at in the game, too. That was, like. <sighs> You know, it just it, it just piled on the momentum that the Dolphins were uh, carrying at that point in the game. Exactly. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And then you, and we, you just can't seem to pull back from it either. You know what I mean? Like these guys can't come up with something to uh, disrupt the pattern, spark. And I, and I don't know if that's just we don't have the right players. You know, because like great teams with great players, like one guy might find a way to do something awesome to turn a game around or something. We we don't have anybody really doing that kind of thing, or or maybe it's the right call or something, but no one 
We don't have that spark, that that thing. Not at the end of the game. We get the fumble early, right? Like you get those plays early, but in the second half, they're nowhere to be found. Which makes you wonder if it's just strictly talent. I mean, we just don't have that that big playmaker guy, that the guy you can come out. And Are we that bad on talent? Are we? Like, see, that's the thing. I think I don't. The question that it keeps getting asked to me kind of answers question. it. I think everyone says this team passes the eye test that our record does not represent the talent on the field. Ergo, it's coaching that's failing this team, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. I don't know if it's the whole truth, but it's, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Like, it's hard not to look at this coaching staff as the problem. As a, you, I think a good coach, you'd, you'd expect them to handle this team and win games. Like These are games they should have won already, a few, several of them. Yeah, but well, maybe another reason uh, our professor was fired is because he couldn't teach Manny Warrior how to line up off sides yeah, right? uh, in this oh. game. <laughs> it was one of the funniest penalties you ever see. He's like a yard behind the line of scrimmage lining up. It is hilarious. Like the ball's on once. the half-yard line, and he's like staying on the one-yard line. So, and, oh, my God. And Man. once wasn't enough. He had to do it twice. I know. That's the second row. time. That's the second time this year Ori has been like consecutively penalized for the same. Maybe he's thing. been like, concussed. He's repeating the same mistakes. Like what the hell are you looking at? Maybe he's been concussed. And he's also horrible in coverage again. Like, he horrible. needs to be sat down. Something happened since last year. He's not the same player he was. Get him off the field. Uh, I totally I mean, agree but, with but, that. But and this was happening in training camp too with him. Like he looked terrible in training camp. By all the reports we read. Um. They, yeah. They, but the lines are stuck because they don't have. Yeah, what do you go <laughs> to? Like no depth at the position. Uh, Jerry so Jacobs coming back, but then he was out. That's the same grave, yeah. Is he, but he's on IR still, I think. So he's not going to be back. What? Time, so. Jerry Jacobs? Er, he played oh, last week. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Right. Sorry. He's coming I, back. I, he played at the end of the game yeah, against the Patriots, so. I think. He did, but I thought he got. I thought he was back on the IR. No, 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 no. I think you're thinking of uh No, he, they're still working him back in. I think uh, I think they have him on a pitch count. I think you're right. Sorry. Yeah, I think you're right. Um Yeah, they're just trying not to bring him in all at once. I think they want to just uh, gradually work him in. Well, but, that was the uh, only thing I wanted to bring up then. I mean, as tough as this is to watch, and it is very tough to watch. Just remember the Lions drafted uh Jameson Williams in the first round, knowing he probably wouldn't play most of this year. So that should have been indicated enough about what, where they see themselves. Well, the Martha told the truth forward. about it, right? She came out in Fort. Yeah. She came out and said, "Told us that we're in a re- we tore ourselves down to the studs. This was always going to be an epic rebuild." That basically, she basically admitted that retool was just marketing, <laughs> like, and just the line to yeah. get every, you know, to make sure people st- stay on board, but like. She said we tore to the studs. So, that, so, it's so hard in the moment to uh, accept. I think it's that, a bullshit but, uh, excuse, by the way. Yeah. It's, I don't think it, it's honest. I think that's just something to give us any kind of tidbit at this point. I don't think the tear down to the studs, I think, it is the problem. I think, again, we're not that bad a talent. Like, this team, you look at this roster, compare it to 0 and 16, and it's night and day. This team has infinitely more talent than that team ever had. And I mean, there's it's the coaching there's no other answer for it but it's also the players i don't know <laughs> i also want to throw out there the lions have the toughest strength of schedule in the nfl this season uh and it's actually not even close they have like it, it's easily now caveat that with the fact 
the strength of schedule is higher because they have given a win to each of those teams that they've played uh, six of the seven. Right. Um, so the strength of schedule is going to go higher when you when you have that many losses. But uh, <laughs> as it stands right now, the Lions have the first overall pick in the NFL draft in season end today. Now there's still ten games to go, but uh, they they're just ahead of Houston, who's one five and one, and also a terrible, awful looking team. Um, and they also have the 13th pick overall, the the Rams, who are three and four right now. So let's hey. keep rooting for the Rams. Hey, you guys remember how Dan Campbell yeah. said before in a, a time in football, like in sports, like when there's been a time of great suffering, it's awful and followed by like a time of great triumph. Like some like I, he just he didn't tell us that he was going to provide the suffering first. That <laughs> that was just the part of the plan. Like he he was hinting that hey guys. You know, he was discounting all the hit, the suffering we had already gone through. You know, I'd be really curious to see an uh, opinion of uh, Chris Spielman. Like, he was one of the guys that I was really excited that they hired in the offseason as an mm-hmm. advisor and whatever. And uh, and we know how, how what kind of player he was, and he played on some good teams. And uh, I'd, I'd be curious, like, what he thinks is what's going on around here. You know, we, we never hear about him. He's all behind the scenes and all right. that. But, but there's a voice I would clearly like to hearing an opinion on of what he thinks is going on right now. Yeah, and he's probably not obligated to talk to the media or anything like that. Oh, I'm so sure sure he's not. From him. It's just personally I would I would love right. to hear oh, yeah, for sure. you know what he thinks. So, Be interesting. Yeah. So who who on our defense right now would is a is a building block for you guys? Hutch, Rodrigo Hutch, constantly Hutch had no impact on this game again, but he also had he was double teamed a lot. Uh yeah. He needs some help from somebody. Uh, There's no Hush Rodrigo, uh, Akuda, maybe um, Pascal. He's looking very promising still, even though he didn't do anything great yeah. yet. But that, I'd say about that. Beyond that. Oh, yeah. uh, Kirby. Yeah. I think Kirby could be one. Kirby Joseph. Yeah, all the young guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I thought of Warrior before this year. I, this, I mean, this team well, needs everything. Ali McNeil is... Uh, Oh, Aleem. To me, he's at best a rotational the end, uh, from what I've seen. Neil? He disappointed me. Or, uh, thought, I'm sorry, D tackle. Yeah, I thought we'd see a lot more of him. I think he year. could be a really good number two next to a better player. Because I think if you free him up a little bit with better play yeah. next to him, he's, you're going to see his speed and stuff do more damage. I also still think they should just keep chipping away at his weight and make him a leaner, faster athlete. You have to have all the speed you can muster in this sport league nowadays. And the the extra, I mean, though the problem is he's the biggest dude we have. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, because uh, our uh, our other D tackles are horrible. Thank God, Michael. Yeah, what Rocker do we have? Is, like long gone. Like Bugs. If you go watch Bugs, uh, the first yeah. play of the game, he just gets blown out of the hole, uh, and then and then Malcolm Rodriguez is left to take on a right guard uh, five yards. Honestly, elite D tackle. Uh, and he did his best he could, but. Uh, I've been yes, I've been saying it. Lengthy tackle that that should be like a priority, yeah. high high priority. We still haven't seen Romeo Acquire, our top paid defensive end yet this year. Who knows if we'll ever play another down at this yeah. rate? Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think uh, Thor line, is? Lions are gonna, what's that? Thor is the building block. Thor a- Angeloni. <laughs> oh, okay, I I never heard him called Thor. You never heard is that his what? nickname. You never heard that? I don't think yeah, I have. Maybe you should watch the thing called Hard Knocks. Oh. Did they call him Thor? I don't know. I, I don't it's really all, call I've seen it multiple head. times. 
I feel like that's a nickname you gotta earn. Like you gotta be somewhat good to be called Thor. He just you looks like have, not long just have, not, hair. I know I can understand the reference now, but uh, it doesn't feel earned <laughs> to me. Um, so that's a no then. Yeah, even even Rodrigo. Uh, <laughs> that sack was great. I, I love that. He like he he boat like he he had high motor, but then settled his feet down to get make sure he didn't like run yeah, by him exactly. like we've seen Hutch do a few times this year. He he had a pass defense too, which was excellent over the middle of the field. Yeah, that yeah, was fantastic. When he got a hand yeah. on the ball, like a five eleven little guy can get up there and knock a pass down. I love it. Yeah, Julian Aquara leaves a lot to be. To, desired still mm-hmm. um, off the edge we haven't seen him do especially this is the pass rush he's horrible in the run game um and he is nearly non-existent in the pass rush uh from what i've seen <laughs> well he's got what nine games to figure it out i guess so yeah well this is getting depressing guys we gotta come up with something good well say, i mean Amon Ra you know, came back he, he still finished ta- uh, 11 Some and 69 six. Yeah, uh, Khalif Raymond looked good again uh, for the he, second he did. Uh, week in a row, so that was that was encouraging. Uh, Reynolds has regressed uh, the past couple weeks offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, under now, Connor, he was hot to start, but he's uh, he's, he's threatened. I think he backwards. suffers when he doesn't have the guys yeah. around him. He need, he can't be the number one. He needs to be a secondary target. Well, we had him around wow. him this game. Did we? I still think you like you made this argument all along, but not having Chark. Has been, you know, bad. And St. Brown is yeah. not himself. St. Brown dropping passes. And I'm sorry, St. Brown was unimpressive to me in this game by his own standards that he set. He is not back. I think he dropped one, right? He yeah, a wide open one quarter. in his hand. I believe. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, man. he is not back. I'm on right St. Brown affects games better than that. And he did not, he's not back to himself. Um, But yeah. And then, I mean, obviously not having Swift so much, but still, I, I think you've charked was back that would be a huge boost to this offense but he was our number one yeah that's fair that's fair and we're still waiting for jameson williams uh maybe maybe he comes back in a month and plays a few games uh, a few snaps here or, or dan but they're clearly waiting for him next dan year. gets all cautious and puts yeah. him all his eggs into next year's basket you know mm-hmm um hey, hawk, hawk looked good again in the passing game uh a th- i mean three catches but he had another big uh impactful catch in this one nice uh, 58 yard catch down the sideline on an out yeah. route uh he continued he you know, flashed in the first half do we extend him or? do we not extend him uh, he's getting warmer honestly if he stays know. healthy and produces games like that though i'd like to see him come up more in the clutch but that's not necessarily on him um but yeah, I think he's right. Like on that fourth and two, for instance, you think maybe maybe we, we look for him no matter what. You know, just no, look at that guy. Guy's gonna get who's a career game. number two at best down the field. That's your guy. Go to. Yeah. No, just always throw it really deep on fourth. With your and best play is Lions way. Exactly right. <sighs> you know, I early in this game too, uh, the Lions had uh, it looked like a, a third down stop and. They called a legal contact in the end zone. If you go back and watch it, I was very confused by the call. Uh, I'm convinced that's their back pocket play to screw the Lions whenever they can because we've got a call of a lot, and it's always so damn ticky-tack looking. But, like, At in this best. case, like, our defender was just sitting there, and the receiver ran into him. That's what I mean. It's like, terrible. Well, what else is he going to do? I, I was very confused. That was a horrible call. Yeah. It's the play. It's the call. Um, it's the call they have for us. What do you think about the challenge? The Amonra? It didn't affect us at all. We scored a touchdown on the drive, anyways. Um, only 
I think four or five plays later, so it didn't even have to wait long. Uh, in fact, it was later. Guys. I was saying it was a catch when I was watching it. I, I mean, he caught it, turned, oh. took a half a step, maybe not a full step, but uh, yeah, it's still weird know. what they define as a catch in this league. You know, uh, you never yeah. know. You know. I don't mind. You know that how it would be a catch? Yeah, it wasn't a bad challenge. First challenge of the year for Campbell, by the way. Hey, it was a good challenge. It was a good. You challenge. You know how it would have been? A... But in another, go ahead, DJ. No, I'm just saying in other games you would see that as a catch. But yeah, you know why it would have been a catch if uh, if the Dolphins recovered it, then you know it'd been a catch. Right, I can Definitely. promise you that. <laughs> um, there was a James Mitchell sighting in this one uh, in the yes, first quarter. Was. He had a nice little play, yeah. uh, fourteen yard catch to get him into the red zone. So maybe we'll see more of him in the future. And uh, I mean, Brock Wright went out with a concussion, so that was part of the reason I think uh, why Mitchell, but. I'm not sure when that happened. Maybe that happened after Mitchell's. Play. Well, another one of Holmes's injured picks getting play at, getting play time at least. So that's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah. man, you know the Lions moved to one and six. Uh, the, the this division already seems like it's wrapped up. To be honest with you, uh, and it's not the Packers. Yeah, it's not the Packers. That's right. Uh, the the. The Minnesota Vikings are second, are the second seed right now in the NFC, and they have a four-game lead on the Packers in this division already. Wow. <laughs> uh, and obviously a five-game lead on the Lions. The Lions <laughs> could have beat them too. That's the thing with the Lions. Besides, you know, the two two-game skid or the two games against the Patriots skid. and the Cowboys, the Lions should have won every one of these other games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, should have is a strong word, Z. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Uh, at some Very point, true. that actually has to turn into wins. But, uh, you know, it is hard to believe. this. I, I really do enjoy the 17-game season already right, right now mentally, just enjoying that we still have 10 games to go. I mean, there's so much that could still happen, Like, especially, who knows? Maybe, you know, Pleasant really was a real problem. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a stretch, but maybe we get some stuff going and we actually turn some of these close games into wins and, you know, we maybe even get nine wins. It's doable. I'm just saying. I don't think we've looked that bad on the field overall to suggest that consistency wouldn't yield victory. Because if anything, it's been hurting us the most. It's wild inconsistency. So, I mean, that's the kind of thing you coach out. I mean, and maybe they get there. Like we did last year, kind of. Does Dan Campbell just always need a warm-up part of the season to get going? I don't know. We're ahead of last year. Well, I mean, year look too. at the the Lions' schedule. Besides the Bills on Thanksgiving, uh, they have the Packers twice, the B- the Bears twice, the Panthers, the Jets, the Vikings, the Jaguars, yeah, um, the Giants. Guys. Those are all extremely beatable teams. Even the Vikings, like they are not a great six and one team by any measure. I think they're, they're just, just a solid team. They they just yeah they've done enough to win. Um, I don't think they'll win a Super Bowl. But the second half I of the think. season tells a lot, you know. There's still a lot of football left to play, baby. There is, but the Lions uh, are nearly <laughs> already out of like playoff contention to a large degree. Now they could turn around, but I mean it would have to be a massive. Yeah, game. they'd have to almost win out. And yeah. you never, you never see it, but maybe you know some of those. I've also, never seen the Lions win a playoff game in my life. Do we not have the whole division out. once each though? I mean, I'm just saying a lot of things that we we held we could do some damage to our enemies here too. You know, yeah. Who knows? Well, would you rather barely miss the playoffs or have the number one overall pick and get a quarterback like C.J. Stroud? 
I would rather I watch. I'd rather barely miss the playoffs. Win, yes, win games, please. I think that's building progress. What she wanted to see. Uh, the number one overall pick feels like a step back. I don't know. It depends on how much you believe in Stroud as the Go- true Goff number one. And Goff did look a lot better this week, though, uh, stepping up in the pocket. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. If we have the number one pick. Compared to what we saw the last Do you game. really have faith in Dan Campbell if he coaches us to the number one overall pick this year? I'm sorry. I, I just believe we're better than that. And if we're finishing like that, then I have, I'm not sure I even want to see year three of Dan Campbell. I don't want to see. What if see... we continue to almost win games, though? You know? like the No, I, fuck that. It doesn't even matter. We need victory. <laughs> and Dan Campbell knows this. We lead the but league if we get the number one overall pick to end the season without, unless it comes in some weird way where we get several more wins at the very least, um, I think that's a serious backslide and shows me I, we got the wrong guy. But I don't think that's going to happen. In fact, I think at the very least we're going to claw, claw our way out of the very bait bottom of this league to, you know, at, at the very least, you know, picking like seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Optimism. Yeah. Dreaming big, baby. Dreaming big. But. Well, there, there was an interesting trade bait in the division uh, today, too. Uh, Roquan Smith went to the Ravens. Uh, yeah. So the, the Bears won't have to face him. They won't have to face Robert Quinn. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Or we won't have to face the Bears with Robert Quinn or Roquan Smith, two of their better defenders. Um, that I can't believe Robert Quinn went to the Eagles. That's already a team that's loaded on the D-line, and they just got a lot better. Uh, I, I think he went yeah. for a fourth. Rounder? Yeah, fourth. fourth and a second. Eventually, we'll be adding to our guys like that. Well, I mean that that does yeah, put so in perspective we'll where we're at, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you, do you think we trade anybody? I no. mean, yes or no? Who is there to trade? Swift that... is the best. Hockney, option. The most obvious is Hawk. He's the Swift? most. Obvious. Swift is my most obvious. I just don't know the so the the, the... You might be right, but I mean you might Dave, be right. Who's gonna... What are you gonna get for Swift though? I don't know. That's Someone might give he's, you something he's good. So underperforming. He's underperforming. He's never available. It's like honestly, he might as well be job at best at this point. Like he's not. He's not ineffective. He's a non. Like, but the season's long. I mean, maybe they're willing to give him a chance to get right. But uh, he just doesn't mean. What is he to us? That's my question. And the kind of the answer is not very valuable. Draft picks might make him more valuable to us, though. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't even argue with that. So uh, the Detroit Free Press reported that most likely, um, or the Lions aren't fielding calls for Hawkinson, uh, or they haven't fielded any offers yet. But let me just throw a couple, uh, or, or a scenario, the Athletic threw out, what if Tampa Bay offered a first and a fourth round pick for Hawkinson? Would you take that? Sold! I would probably I mean, do. Uh, yeah, that's I'd pretty do. good. I, I, I mean, they're probably going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So. I do it in a heartbeat. First and a third round pick for Hawk. Well, I don't know. They're they're only one game out of their division at three and five. That division's horrible. So, as much as I like, Hawk. And they're still the favorite. They're still the favorite to win the division. So they are, and they had a bunch of a roster with a bunch of old guys. They are in it to win it. Here's my question with Hawk. Do you guys think Hawk is like just missing his quarterback to be Kelsey or Kittle, or do you think he's just like, or he's he not in that ballpark, or he's but I mean, no one's gonna say he's better. That'd be silly, but. What do you guys think? Like comparing him to the top. Kelsey's a different beast entirely. The top uh, guys, though. Yeah, I think Kelsey. Yeah, but Kelsey's also uh, in a great offense. But that's what I mean. Like, I don't think it's just Goff that separates those two. Right. 
I don't either because we saw it Stafford with him too. Um, or the play calling. I mean, that's another factor. I, do we go to him? I never see a seam pass to the man. I feel like it doesn't exist in our you're playbook. Right. We never see it up the middle. Yeah, are like, do, right. do coaches who coach in our in the Detroit just not know what a scheme seam pass is? I mean, we've never seen it in any big feature. I feel like it's consistently, it's so frustrating because it's one of the best plays in football. Yeah. Yeah, it is rare. Yeah. I really hope we can find somebody that'll take on Brockers. I highly doubt it. Even for a seventh rounder, something. Um, oh God, I I'll pay to take him off our team. He's I don't know why he made this roster. Veteran leadership. I guess. Well, I mean, he's owed ten million dollars. That's probably why. Yeah, but that's nonsense. <laughs> if you're really trying to win, in my opinion, or you just try to maybe oh. they talk, tell him the story. Oh, he's good enough to. You know the difference of the no. I'm sorry. You 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 probably passed on some better guys in the pre. You know some of those undrafted free agents or something would have been more interesting than him. <sighs> yeah. Um. I don't know, but I mean they're paying him enough to keep him on the roster. I think is. What yeah, I mean about. whatever. Fine. It's stupid. But all right. I think we we're good to wrap this up here. Uh you know, we we're still bubbling. <laughs> uh with the even even a day after the game has already been over. Just stacks but, on know. stacks, baby. We're trying to reformulate the Kool-Aid to make it more effective. The Kool-Aid is week. This is what keeps us sustained. We're gonna add nitrogen to the, the Kool-Aid mm. formula and get vamp more, it up. You know, bubbly mm. texture. Like Guinness Maybe we did. Put some pumpkin spice in there. Just get seasonal with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a you know, it's it's Halloween season. It was a scary defensive performance uh, for all the wrong reasons this weekend. But we move on now. Now it's Thanksgiving uh, time, and yeah, um, and we got the Bills on oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Team. That'll be the best That's upset about game right ever. Now. We got the Packers coming up. Very winnable game. Man, how, what, how big of underdogs do the Lions will be on Thanksgiving? 20-point underdogs? 100? I'd say 17. <laughs> it might be one of the Have biggest we ever seen 100? Thanksgiving history. A million. I mean, would you expect anything less than, like, 50 from the Bills? I mean, I just being just looking at the stat books, like, you... <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that it's in Detroit will probably not make it. Why? Because teams fail to score lots of points on us there? <laughs> uh, that's a good point, but... It's a home crowd on Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. it is magic. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a magic day, so you never know quite what you're gonna get. We've, we've, remember that's why. When was our last win on Thanksgiving? That's, oh, it's been remember. a minute, I think. But all right, has it been under Campbell? No. Um, no. no. But like, remember no. why Lombardi got rid of the game from the for the Packers because it would have been Packers Lions forever. But he pulled them out because we kept pulling out wins when even when we were worse than them ruining their playoff hopes and stuff <laughs> i love that so you never know it's rival game you know or thanksgiving is special energies flow you know you never know what's gonna happen the lions last win on thanksgiving uh was in 2016 against the oh Vikings. what 13 win i believe slay had an interception in that game i need to drink i believe slay cool i believe slay had a late interception in that game i remember uh, that game to set up that a field a great, goal to win oh that was, that was good. a great win yeah uh what a great trade, huh? Trading away Slay. Oh Fuck God. you, Matt Patricia. Fuck awesome. you. And Diggs. Douchebag. Well, that was Bob Quinn. Oh, well, I guess it was Patricia. Yeah, he too. caused it. 
both of them can go yeah. suck the each Lions other off. The Lions won 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, and they've lost the last five in a row. Before that, they lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so we're due. You know, we're due for another four-game win streak on Thanksgiving. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't like looking backwards. It'll, it'll start this year against the best team uh, we've seen in the NFL in a little while. Um, all right. So that's going to wrap it up. <laughs> On that oh, note. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. Hey, um, we're going to turn it around think- going forward. You you watch. Dan Campbell's just, he, did, he removed the tumor. The body's going to get healthy. This team's going to start humming now that uh, Aubrey Pleasant has been taken yeah. off out of the picture. I'm telling you, 10, 11 and seven, 11 and six. We got this baby. <laughs> I put right. it as the lions, you know, you talk about biting the e-cast and getting up and buy another one. I, I think I put in our text thread, like right now the lions are maybe taking kneecaps early in the game up 14, nothing, but then they'll do the surgery. for You, <laughs> yeah, you have better, you have hey, better knees than when you started. The I game. had a high note to end on. You went back down, but that's funny. <laughs> 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 on that note oh uh, yes on that note uh, let's wrap it up on here so thank note. you side nobody on th- so thank you to yeah. side lion report side lion report.com Yo, for hosting the podcast um go on there look at all the articles brad berryman probably has a lot of trade deadline stuff on there uh so look at that uh as the trade deadline is it's tomorrow i believe it's like three o'clock yeah tomorrow um, yeah so we'll see if anything happens there. Um, please download this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, please subscribe and please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. Um, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts about the direction the Lions are headed in at this point in the season. And thank you, of course, to our producer, KJ. 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 All right. Yeah. So thank you to him uh, for continuing to do a great job for the podcast. Um, And thank you to our Lady Lions uh, as well. Uh, Last episode, we put them in there. So uh, keep looking forward to that. Uh, Just a little segment, you know, uh, every week. If that is your flavor. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.